MLM Nation, episode 553. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. Hey, are you driven by purpose or just by money? Is network marketing all about the fancy cars, mansions, or the quote-unquote lifestyle, or is there more to it? Now, if you're driven by purpose, go check out this new group called Purpose Driven Networkers. Not only do we have a higher calling, but we also have a five-step system that we use to help get your next customer or rep immediately. Go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today. He's, this is the second time he's been on the show, Darren Kidd. Hey, Darren, are you ready to make it I happen? I am ready, Simon. I appreciate you thinking of me and allowing me to share with all of your uh, followers that I know have a lot of respect for you, as long as a lot of other people in the network marketing profession. So thanks for having me. Darren Kidd has over 28 years of experience in network marketing and has earned millions of dollars in lifetime commissions. He has personally, and we're going to talk a little bit about this, about recruiting today, recruited over a thousand people personally and has built teams of hundreds and thousands of distributors. He's also been included in many media, different publications, from being featured on Success From Home six times to being featured in the book four-year career by Richard Blissbrook and then many other publications. This is the second time Darren's been featured on ML Nation. If you want to check out more details of our full background, you can go back to episode 99 back in the first year. And I still remember that time. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about the mindset of showing up and you showed up. I remember you were driving, you pulled up and uh, we did an amazing interview. I think I told you it was going to be 20, 25 minutes, but we got went much longer than that because I didn't want to let you go. But anyway, this is Darren's second time. Darren, why don't you share really briefly about how you got started in network marketing when you were 18 years old, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, basically, people hear all those accolades and all the great things, you know, it makes me even feel uncomfortable. I'm like, man, if I would have heard those things back, you know, 20 some years ago, I would have thought I never could do that. But in reality, every single person listening and watching this, um, you can do exactly what I did. And so I was uh, in college, only when I only made it a year and a half in college. And I had a strength coach. I wanted to put on some weight. I only weighed 142 pounds. I'm like, I need to get big. And he said, well, let me share something with you. And that's, that's where my network marketing journey began. And uh, for seven years, you know, I went from company to company, did not really know what to do, didn't have the right mentors, failed over and over and over again. And by the time I was uh, 25, I ended up bankrupt and said, I'm done. I'll never do it again. Yeah. So it wasn't until I had the right mentors that came into my life that taught me what to do, what not to do, that changed everything exactly like what they're doing here today. They can, they don't need to be in the industry 20 some years, right? They can come on here and learn from your experience, my, my experience, and they can shave years off their learning curve. Why did you stay with network marketing? You say you failed a few times, company to company, you're bankrupt. Why, don't, why not do something else? Why did you stay with network marketing? Well, when I looked at my alternatives, there wasn't a whole lot of alternatives. You know, I'm sitting here going, okay, I can go to a franchise. Um, which I have in the last few years. I never want to do that again, right? And uh, But I remember at that time, it was $750,000 just to purchase a franchise and they're bankrupt now. They don't even exist. And so I'm like, okay, I can work until I die. you know. And some people love what they do, but they would like to do it because they want to, not because they have to. I go, or I can go out and start a traditional business, which 
most of those fail. And, you know, and, and when you open a, a franchise or a traditional business, you have massive investment, very little to minimum or no support, where when it comes to the network marketing, you have massive support and minimal investment, you know, less than our iPhone. So what was the turning point for you? So you had you finally got mentors. What is something that made you finally start having success? I think one, it was getting crystal clear on why I wanted to do the business, you know, not just, hey, I want to make some money. You have to be crystal clear. You know, if you look at every successful person, you know, rethink and grow rich, every single one of them say, look, you have to have crystal clear, vivid detail of why you're in the business because you will quit if it's for the money. But when you put an emotional attachment to the money, that's what helps you stay strong enough, long enough to go through the learning curve because in network marketing, it takes about 90 days to figure out what the heck you got into. It takes about a year to learn the basics and then it takes another year to really start getting good at the basics. And so I think you know, we have to make sure that we have the right expectations. doesn't mean you can't move faster because you, know, you can. You can compress timeframes, but it just means that you have to have you know, know the right expectations. Hey, look, it is a business. I am going to work harder than I get paid to eventually get paid for more than I'm doing. Hmm. But here's my favorite question. We're kind of jumping, uh, speeding through this. Uh, what is your worst moment? You've been network marketing for 28 years now. What's your worst moment in network marketing? And um, what happened? And how do you, why did you stay, keep, keep going? Oh, man. I mean, there's, I, I don't even know how to put that down to one, you know, to, to bring it down to one because there's a lot of challenges, but I just learned to look at challenges a little bit different. You know, we get, paid based on the size of the problem that we can solve. And so Jim Rohn says, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better, right? So when I change my perspective, saying, look, don't just go through these challenges, grow through them. And if I can't handle these simple little challenges, there's no way I'm going to be able to handle when I have a massive team, you know? And uh, so it was really just changing my perspective on how I handle the problems. And most people think that breakthroughs happen when everything is going awesome, when in reality, breakthroughs happen when you're about to break down. You know, you feel like the world is collapsing on top of you and, you know, but all of a sudden, man, you got that, your brain is working 24 seven and you're thinking being creative and you're willing to work hard for a short period of time and just explode that, you know, you don't walk out of the mud, you have to explode out of the mud. So those that having a different perspective and the way that I started looking at challenges helped me with all my challenges. I love that explode out of the mud. And I remember in the last episode, uh, like I said, I remember uh, as it was like last month when we interviewed, talked a lot about mindset. And here's something, to, if you're watching this, you're listening to this, something I want to talk about. I wasn't planning to talk about it, but I wanted to talk about it because recently I just dealt with someone that I was about to work with and uh, the person canceled, right? Couldn't do, you know, just couldn't, you know, some excuse like this, this his uh, had a family member in the hospital, something like that. And, you know, I had my entire day set up and on call. I think one of the things that people are successful, they don't do, they don't cancel. They don't cancel because what is that quitting? If you quit once, it's very easy to quit again. If you don't cancel, because when, when you start canceling, you kind of train yourself not to show up, right? And so here it is. I just got a text from Darren uh, about 45, yeah, about 45 minutes ago. I was working and he said like, hey, Simon, okay, can I tell them this? Yeah, sure. Because on the message, you said, I, I don't want everyone to know. But I was like, but I thought it's so relevant to the show. Like, Darren is about to go to the hospital. Something happened, but we had scheduled this, but he still showed up. Just like the last time he pulled over in the middle of like a freeway, went to, got out of the exit stop, found somewhere with good phone reception to do that call. He showed up. He scheduled something in the calendar. His calendar runs his life. And that's why he gets more done than that's time management by and a lot of people. So why do you share a little bit about what happened? Because I don't know if you can tell him Darren's energy. He said he's low energy. To me, his energy is fine. But what <laughs> happened in the last 24, 48 hours? 
Yes, I'm, I'm propping my propping myself up right now. So basically, a couple nights ago, for those that have kids, my wife and I have five kids from almost 26 down to 11. And we also have some dogs, right? We have a little Yorkie where there was a little teeny bean bag at the end of our bed where the Yorkie jumps on that because we have a hot bed. And so it doesn't hurt his legs. And I went to go to the restroom. Coming back, I slipped on that and landed backwards. And my back hit the wood bedpost. And I've never heard, it sounded like I, somebody broke me in half and I was terrified and I couldn't talk. I couldn't walk. My wife was trying to help me up and we went to the emergency room and they were so busy. And so yesterday we went and got some x-rays and like, look, from what we see, it's just massive bruising. But last night I've had horrific pains in my stomach. I walked the floors all night and nothing's helping. And now I've got a fever of a hundred and something right now. And um, so I told my wife, I was like, just be ready to go to the doctor, the hospital, because they told me if, if you get a fever, you may have pneumonia or you may have ruptured something. I don't know. So, yeah, as soon as <laughs> as soon as this is over. But some of, you know, I'm normally like a chihuahua jacked up on Red Bull. You know, so I've, I've got energy, but not quite what I normally have. But like you said, we can make excuses and make money. We can't make both. And, and uh, I want to make sure I delivered and stay. You know, I'm stuck to my commitment. Commitment is doing the thing we said we would do long after the feeling in which we set it in has passed. That's commitment. That's good stuff. So when you slipped on that thing, beanbag, it was uh, dark at night. Yep. Walking through my bedroom at two o'clock in the morning. Going to the bathroom. Wow. And I know your energy is not the normal day. Darren kid energy that I know, but people show up. I think you said a commitment, right? Commit. So I talk about mindset. Why a lot of people are not successful. Commitment is like showing up even when it's extremely inconvenient. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just little 1% things, you know, successful people do. We've heard it a million times what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. So even though we don't feel like it, I just continue to, to run those positive affirmations. Like I will do today what others want to have tomorrow what others don't. And if you look at the top leaders, that's why most people, they go, man, you know, I can never do what a Simon does or this leader does. And, and, and they think that, that we're so far ahead of what they can do when in reality it's not. It's little teeny 1% things on a daily basis that compound over a period of time, good or bad. Absolutely. It's like a muscle. The more you get out of this, you keep doing the things you don't want to do. And I think sometimes people say like, we're so far ahead, but we're not. We just do things. And what we, or Darren's different. He likes to do it. No, I mean, I trust me. I'm sure Darren Rockins, you don't want to be here doing the show right now, right? I mean, of course you're excited, but I'm sure you're dreading it when you text me, oh, my back hurts and I have a fever. I'm not feeling well. And but you still show up, right? right. And like be successful, successful people also don't like to be prospecting, doing that extra meeting. They want to do other things, but they do it anyway. And that's why, and I think that's, I think I learned that from uh, Jim Rohn, Brian Tracy early on. And that motivated me. Like, if you see, if you want to be successful, it's a small 1% things that Darren's talking about. Yeah. And, and you never feel like really doing it in my opinion. Uh, but motion creates emotion. Emerson said, do the thing, have the power, not wait for the power, then go do the thing. And so if you, you know, the psychologists have proven that it's easier to act your way into a feeling than feel your way into acting. So, you know, and, and I remember um, uh, John Addison, I heard him say, act the way you want to feel, soon you'll feel the way you act. I remember mm-hmm. the billionaire Paul Meyer, he would say, you know, wake up in the morning, if you're down and you're discouraged, you have to displace those negative thoughts with the positive ones. You know, I feel happy. I feel healthy. I feel terrific. You know, you need to walk a little bit faster. You need to change. You know, Tony Robbins talks about changing your state. So all these things make a difference. And it's something, the great news is that it's something that all of us can do. Yeah. Because we always act consistent to our self-concept, how we see ourselves. 
Correct. But if you're slouching, you can't be feeling good about yourself. That's right. If you're walking slow and so like you said, walk a little bit faster, you feel better, right? You feel better about yourself, but it's really good because it's just really only, I think only two days ago, someone canceled and I was just talking to someone like one of, you know, someone that I respect, you know what? I don't know that person that well, but the fact that that person canceled immediately puts like alarm signals, radar. Right, like, hey, this person, how successful are they? And if you want to listen, you're going to get influence. It's the small little things, right? Like, it doesn't mean that person's going to join your business, but over time, they start seeing you differently. That's why Darren can attract these people that want to be part of his team. Yeah, that's 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 what John Maxwell says: a leader will tell but never teach until they practice what they preach. Hey, you're just like a library of million of quotes. I can't even jot them down, you know, fast enough for the recap. Um, but there's another thing. Don't do, right, right? People don't listen to what you say. They do what they see. That's right. Right? You're leading by example, like raising kids. Like, they don't listen to what you say. They do what you do. So, I guess the big lesson is showing up all the time, never cancel, stick on your calendar. You know, and, the, and here's another thing. Like, I'm kind of making a big deal about this, Aaron, but, but I think it is a big deal. We scheduled this into probably two, three months ago. Uh-huh. Right. You could have easily said, oh, you know, Simon scheduled three months ago. Something came up. I can't do this anymore. Or I'm going to the hospital. Right. But you did it. You show up. And I think I think 99 percent of the people don't wouldn't do that. And that's why you are where you are today. Right. You're like the top one percent. Well, and that, um, that's why yeah, I knew how hard you had worked to put this together. And I told my wife, as long as I don't pass out, I've been in the bed the entire day. I just got out of bed to come in here. And we have people picking up the school and. So it's not to feel sorry for me by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just amazing. Um, I think it was David Coggins uh, or Goggins. I can't remember how Coggins is a book called You Can't Hurt Me. And he talked about how in the Navy SEALs like you, just when you think your body is going to shut down and you're going to die, you have a reserve tank of about 40 percent. Right. So that's what I just kept telling myself. OK, I got to dig into the reserve tank. You know, I can push through the you know, 20, 30 minutes of you know, an interview. And then as soon as we're out of here, you know, off here, then I can go, you know, take care of what I need to take care of. But no, it's, it's important because I mean, you have people that are counting on you and you're counting on me. And unless it's a, you know, now if I was sick and couldn't even turn on the camera, that may be a little something different, but this one was, okay, I think I can push through it. And it's really about mind over matter. You know, when you brought that thing about the, the, you can't hurt me, but you know, I used to run 5k races. Mm. The mind gives up way quicker than the body. Yes. Right. Just when you feel like I can't go anymore, I'm going to uh, pull a muscle, or I'm going to hurt, and my lungs about to explode. You keep going, and your and the body can go way longer than the mind can. That makes so much sense. Just like you know, Bannister, right? We yep. thought four, four minute a mile would make your heart explode and you wouldn't live, and then one person hit it, all of a sudden it changed it for everyone. So I agree. I agree. Let's, let's talk about recruiting. So this mindset to recruiting. You've been a top recruiter for twenty something years, right? You recruit thousands of people. What is one of the let's talk about mistakes? What is one of the common mistakes that people make in recruiting and that marketing? One is probably not having the right mindset. You know, they look at it as an event. You know, like I talked to Simon and I sent him five videos in 20 minutes and he didn't sign up. It's not a it's not a, an event, it's a process. And it's a relationship business. You know, so I mean here's the here's the way I look at it. If I'm talking to you and it's not the right time for you and you're not passionate about what I'm doing, I had somebody a while back say, Hey, what's the best network marketing company for me to join? I'm like, I can't answer that for you because you got to find out what's what you're passionate about, what floats your boat, right? And so when you when you're trying to help solve someone's problem and and you're building a relationship, now I'm not saying, you know, have a relationship for two years and never ask, hey, are you open? Right. 
but there is a process because most people do not want to be spammed. Like I was, you know, I've been kind of cranking up the LinkedIn a little bit because I'm hearing, hearing, you know, different people talk about how LinkedIn is a good platform and I don't know anything about it. And I went on there and accepted some connections and it's amazing how many people spammed me immediately with a website. Right. And I'm like, it's such a turnoff. I had to block one guy like within five minutes. And I'm like, but if he would have been friendly and built a relationship and hey, Darren, I see you're successful or, you know, what do you, any tips or, hey, what do you recommend? But people just, they look at it as an event and they don't understand it's a process. And I want you to recruit yourself when the timing is right. I just want to stay in front of you, take you from exposure to exposure, help solve your problems, show you that I care more about you, that we're friends, whether we ever do a business together or not. And then when the timing's right, they'll let you know. I like that. You said process because that also helps you with the rejection, right? So if someone says no, if you see it as an event, oh man, this didn't work. I had a terrible day today. I have talked to five people. A process is, hey, I got five, I made five inroads to five relationships, mm-hmm. right? I like that, the process. What else about recruiting? So you talk about some of the mistakes that people make. What should people be doing? What's some secrets of recruit, recruiting secrets you can share? Well, there's three things that I always share that are pretty simple, but Number one, exposure is everything. Like your exposures with, are like miles per hour in your car. If you're going to head to the grocery store and it's 10 miles away and you go two miles per hour, it's going to take you a while. But if you go 55 miles an hour, you're going to get there a lot sooner. So your exposures are your miles per hour. Big numbers equal big results. Small numbers equal small results. And most people feel like they have to be so good before they can ever recruit anybody when it's not true, right? Because we're the messenger. We're not the message. We're just the commercial to get them to watch the movie. So when you're, when you, if you want to get to where you want to be sooner than later, then what you want to do is you want to crank up those exposures. Big numbers equal big results. Small numbers equal small results. The other thing is, is say less to more people. Most people, what they do is they start convincing and they want to show off with the knowledge that they have and they become scientists and doctors and personal development coaches. And that person is looking at, at us going, can I do what you do? Do I want to do what you do? Do I have time to do what you do? And do I want to do to my friends, family, and neighbors what you just did to me? So even if you got them as a customer or a recruit, if those answers aren't right, then you won the battle, but you lost the war. That's not how you create duplication. So exposure, then follow-up. The fortune's in the immediate follow-up. And it's not chasing someone, right? It's, it's having a little bit of posture. I know Ray Higdon does a great job on talking about posture. And, you know, and so in, in my mind, I've got the solution to your problem, right? You need me. To help you. Now, I'm not telling you that because <laughs> that can come across arrogant, right? It's a difference in posture and arrogance. But, you know, my goal is to take you through the exposure process and help you get what you want, help solve your challenges. And when the timing is right, we know it takes five to seven, five to eight touches. And even if they go, hey, well, you know, if you say, Darren, it's not for me, I go, Simon, that's okay. You know, is it okay if I keep you posted on how I'm doing? Sure. Keep the relationship going because things change. Maybe you got a pay raise, you love your job. Six months later, you can't stand your new manager. You're worried about getting laid off. You know, you need to make some extra money. You want to change your zip code. So no doesn't mean no, it means not now. So that's number two, the fortunes and the immediate follow-up. And then number three is you work with the willing. You know, I, I match them energy for energy. Checkerboard management. You make a move, I make a move. And so you can't, can't force people. You can't drag them. If you have to drag them, you're going to be miserable. They're going to be miserable. So if you take a step, I'll take a step. I'll even take two steps, but I'm going to match you energy for energy. Awesome stuff. Really, really good stuff there. When we have some, we have these on the show notes page on the website, mlnation.com. Just click on the podcast and we have them in there and also in the show recap. 
Hey everyone, just want to jump in really quick and announce this week's show ambassador. Looking at the name already brings a smile to my face. The name of this week's show ambassador is none other than Kelly Ray Sunshine. Kelly says, love the value you bring to podcasts and the light you bring to the network marketing industry. I enjoy and share a lot of your podcasts with newcomers and like-minded entrepreneurs. Much love and success with your show, Kelly Ray Sunshine. Kelly, thank you. Thank you so much. You are a ray of sunshine. What a great review and what a great idea to share this with other like-minded entrepreneurs because a lot of the the insights that come from this show can help anyone pretty much in any profession that goes out there and and has to rely on themselves and their network for their business and so very valuable thank you again kelly for that you are this week's show ambassador guys if you want to be next week's show ambassador super simple all you've got to do is head over to itunes simply press the subscribe button and leave us a quick rating and review just scroll down to the bottom you'll see a bunch of stars tap the five star tap write a review leave us a review hit submit and it's done you've done your part we will never ask you to do anything else as a podcast listener uh you know leaving a rating and review does the two major things. One, it just helps lift the profession. The more positive reviews that that you know haters or naysayers see, the more they'll start to kind of understand, okay, maybe there's some validity to this thing. So that, that's one thing. The other thing it does is it helps iTunes recognize which podcast needs to be promoted more, which, which podcast needs to be put in front of people's faces so people can make a listening decision. So guys, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave a rating and a review, hopefully a five-star. I am forever grateful. Team ML Nation is forever grateful. Uh, let's wrap this up and get back to Simon and the show. Hey, let's move on. I know um, you've been holding up really well for a uh, hundred degree fever here. Let's talk about consistency. How important is consistency? And do you feel that it is like the number one most important skill to have? Well, I think it's definitely one of the most important being consistent and persistent and keeping a good attitude. So if you don't have any of those, if you don't have, if you're missing one of those, it's going to be really difficult. It's like you said, Hey, I went to the gym. I'm still out of shape. You know, gyms don't work. It's not that gyms don't work. It's people that don't work. You don't go to the gym one time and all of a sudden you go, you know, why am I not? Why, why don't I look like, you know, one of the bodybuilders? So being persistent and consistent and keeping a good attitude during that process, understanding that most of the time we're going to be bad before we're good. But the good thing is we get to earn while we learn. The good thing, you can use that to your advantage. Like one of the most powerful things you can say in network marketing is all I know is. Right. So, for example, I had a guy that was on one, in one of my companies I was with for 13 years, and he was a cowboy, and and uh, had another friend that was very smart, very intelligent, very detailed. This guy was a cowboy, just a good old country boy. And my f- smart friend tried to explain all the science behind everything. When they would ask the cowboy, "How's this stuff work?" and he's like, "It was a water filter." He's like, "All I know is the bad water comes in the top, the good water comes out the bottom, and all my smart friends are buying one." Right. And he made millions of dollars. So if you're persistent, consistent, don't feel like you need to. I forget what trainer I heard recently said, I would rather have low production than no production. Just start moving forward, doing something every day to to move you towards your goals. Yes, it's a little bit because it's like the compound effect that we talked about, right? The slight edge. I know you're a big fan of Jeff Olson doing a little bit, a little bit each day and it compounds. Uh, Low production is better than no production, doing something. How does someone become consistent? 
I think at first it's all discipline. It's forcing yourself to, to have the discipline until it becomes a habit. And accountability is a choice. It's not a crutch. So David Byrd, best-selling author, has a book called The Tripping Point in Leadership or The Tipping Point Leadership. I don't know why I'm thinking, having a hard time with some of the names today. But he talks about how apathy is a natural human instinct common to us all to seek a comfort zone where nothing ever changes. So the only way you ever get to where you should be in any aspect of your life is you have accountability. So why do I hire a trainer when I go to the gym? I know how to work out because I'm not going to push myself like he's going to push me. You know, so I think that's, that's important. Have accountability and force your way. Get you know, that discipline until it becomes a part of who you are and it's a habit that you don't think about anymore. Really good stuff. Accountability is very, very important. It's just like if you go to the gym, if you're going with a friend, you definitely show up. Yeah, much better than if you're going by yourself, right? Or you're on a diet plan. If you're doing it with a friend or you actually have someone that you have to report to, you're probably going to show up way better. Yeah, tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. I agree. Yes. Hey, um, thank you so much. I know we're going to keep it a little shorter. I know you're not feeling well. Maybe that's why you have the 100 degree fever. That's why uh, you're forgetting yeah. things, forgetting names. But <laughs> we want to pick your brain. A couple quick questions before we let you go. Is yeah. what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Let's see. Gosh, there's so many. As you can tell, I love all of them. I love a lot of them. Um, you know, one thing that Paul Meyer would say, and, and it's been so powerful, if you're not making, this guy was a billionaire, if you're not making the progress that you want to make, your goals are not clearly defined. So we move in the direction of our expectations. We magnetize the condition that we seek. What you think about, you do bring about. And so your, your brain can only handle so much information, right? So when you, we have the reticular activating system that allows things in and your brain wants to be right. So when you, you, you start allowing, when you have your goals very clear and that clarity gives you focus, focus gives you energy. When people say I'm burned out, no, you're not. You're lacking clarity. Clarity gives you energy. Energy gives you focus. But when you tell your brain what you want, it wants to be right. It lets in all the things that serve your goals and blocks out the ones that don't. So I think that's a really good you know, quote to remember. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? One habit, um, you know, in the last year, one thing that I've been doing is, is immediately when I get up, not checking my phone and listening to like a, 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 a message, like a sermon, um, then listen to a podcast. And then at night, so Ed Milet talked about how if you can control the morning and control late at night, you can control what happens in the middle of the day a lot more. And then what you put in your head at night, you marinate on for eight hours while you're sleeping. So I would say what's one of the newest things that's really helped me is every day, whether I feel like it or not. I don't go start checking my email and my social media as soon as I get up. I immediately put on positive things to displace any negative thoughts in my head. Yes. So, so important. I'm the same way with that. Because the subconscious mind, when you start, also before you go to bed too, if you're looking at negative stuff or things that can disrupt you, right? Like that's what, you're, that's what your brain is working on during those eight hours, seven, eight hours you're sleeping. That's correct. So, focusing on the goals before you go to bed. What is what, the best piece of advice you ever received, Darren? Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot here, Simon. <laughs> I would say one of the best pieces is be intentional about your associations because you become who you hang around. Your associations are like an elevator. They lift you up or they bring you down. So you have to ask yourself, what are my associations doing to me or what are they doing for me? Mm. So when you, when you understand that, it changes everything. Because successful people and you know people that are motivated and driven and you know goal goal oriented, when you start hanging around those people, you start to expand your thinking and it changes your world. 
I like you said it's like an elevator. Goes up or goes down. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, um, what's your favorite prospecting tool? So say someone's interested in your business right now. What do you do? Do you send do you uh, add them to a Facebook group, add them to a video, or do you do Zoom or do you send them a link? What do you like to use? Uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> it's all of those things. So some people it may be adding them to a Facebook group. Some people maybe do look, we're gonna do a blitz and we're gonna do a Zoom and tonight's the night and here's how you promote, and here's how you invite people, and we pack it out. Okay, then we may have like a blitz afterwards going, look, the replay is going to be up of you know the Zoom 24 hours. Let's have a contest who can get the most people to look at it. You know, your company may have a really good product that explains or a video that explains the products or the business. So the key is as long as you find something you're passionate about and use that. Hmm. Do you have a favorite online resource, like a Dropbox or Evernote or a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Mm, probably the podcast app. <laughs> so I can listen to people like Simon, right? Um, uh, I use Voxer quite a bit to communicate. Okay, yeah, cool. More and more recently. Yeah. But now I don't, I don't think there's, you know, anything that just jumps out at me right now. Besides Messenger, you know, the, the ones that we all use. Instead of uh, last time we asked you what books you recommended in episode 99. Again, for those who are listening, go check it out. Uh, but I would like to ask you, Darren, since we, it's been four years since we did our first show. Can you believe it? What is the best book, one or two books you've read since then in the last two, three, four years? The one I'm reading right now is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. It's by my bed. So that's, that's been a really good one. And let's see, what I do a lot of times is I'll actually buy the Audible book at the same time that I read the book because I have a hard yeah. time. You know, so uh, I would say, let me tell you what I've got on here real quick. Uh, the Big Leap, Own the Day by Aubrey Marcus. Mm. Down, that's powerful. Atomic Habits is a good one. Fantastic. Yes. So those, are, those are a couple. Good. Hey, this is Simon Chan, and I understand it's easy to become overwhelmed. That's why I created something for you that in under 60 minutes, you'll be able to recruit your next rep or customer. Now, I understand where you are, because before I built a seven-figure network marketing business, I struggled. I'm just a shy, quiet Asian kid from Brooklyn, New York, and I didn't even know what to say and who to talk to, and that was way back in 2003. But over the time, I learned a few things to help me uh, not just build online, but offline as well. This helped me build a business over 80,000 distributors. Now, since then, in the last 15 years, I've seen a lot of good and bad. Uh, the good in network marketing is that Network marketing, the profession, has been more accepted than before. The not so good is that there's so many trainings out there that's easy to become overwhelmed. And whether, you know, if this isn't going to work for me or not. And you may have asked yourself that question. I mean, if you look at Facebook, there's so many trainings out there, but what will actually work for you? So I uh, made something simple. I created this guide and the system that's based on not just what I learned to build a seven-figure business, but based on the latest strategies that over 500 leaders are using. And I made this into the MLM Recruiting Mastery System. The system is over 10 modules, and even if you're tight on time, like I'm, you probably are, right? You're doing this part-time. I created a social media recruiting quick start guide that basically, if you're just short on time, just go through that and in under an hour, you'll be able to recruit your next rep or next customer. So go check out the system. Go to mlnation.com forward slash mastery. It is the ML Recruiting Mastery System. Again, go check it out, mlnation.com forward slash mastery. And I look forward to hearing your success and how you get your next rep or your next customer. And here's the last question, the million dollar question. 
You ready? I'm ready. So imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So you didn't know your wife, didn't know your kids, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? The first place I would go? I mean, I don't think there's a right answer or a wrong answer to that one. It's wherever you are. Because what happens, 80%, 90% of your business starts in your backyard and it grows everywhere else. So like I said, I live in a town with you know 1,500 people in the actual town, maybe 10,000 in the county and build organizations all over the world because you know who you know, but you don't know who they know. So I say go with where you are because it's the six degrees of separation. But so where, where in your town would you go? Oh, where would I go to meet people? Yeah. Well, now, I mean, you could definitely get, there's so many different ways you could do that. You go to networking groups, you could, you know, go to the uh, chamber of commerce, you can go online and, and meet people and build relationships online and, you know, Facebook groups that have the same interest as you. Um, you can go to seminars where people are like-minded, you know, success seminars. There's a lot of different, a lot of different places to go. Fantastic. Hey, thank you so much. As we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Okay. So yeah, I mean, I think we, we've got it. I'm feeling a little bit worse now, so I don't want to act, act, happen to jump off immediately. <laughs> um, but you can go to darrenkid.biz is like a free ebook that I have. D-A-R-I-N-K-I-D-D.biz. And that'll, you know, download the ebook and it's very simple, but it's basic, but it's, it's the three things that you have to have to be successful in network marketing. Awesome. Any last words or advice? That's it. I just appreciate your time and thinking of me and inviting me and hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And Darren says you're on the elevator, your associations, you're up or you're down. And today you've been going up, you've been hanging out with Darren Kidd. So keep up the momentum, go to mlnation.com, just click on the podcast tab and type in Darren, D-A-R-I-N. His last name is Kid K-I-D-D. And you can see all the, the show notes is there or the nuggets of wisdom. And also his previous episode, episode 99, where he talks a lot about mindset as well. You can go check it out. Hey, Darren, in order to be successful in life and in network marketing, you must help others. So thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're hey, grateful to you. So and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Darren. God bless you and feel better. God bless you. Appreciate it. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan here. Recap from an awesome show from Darren Kidd. Whoa, this guy's good, and you can tell his mindset. He's got like one awesome quote after another. I don't even know where to start in this recap. You know, he talked about recruiting. I think a lot, you know, I always believe success, like the book Think and Grow Rich, 95% of is how you think, right? It's how you act. And he talked about acting like the way you feel, the affirmation, seeing yourself as a leader, you start acting like the leader. And, you know, Darren, I know he was not feeling well. He actually asked me when the show would be over. And, of uh, course, his wife was waiting to, uh, to take him to the hospital. And uh, kind of the end, the show kind of ended abruptly there. He really hopped off that Zoom ASAP. Normally, you know, people stayed on there. We talk a little bit, but he was just dying to get off there. And I don't blame him. And actually, when I got the message, it was like, hey, is he going to, uh, you know, well, what's his voicemail I got from him? They're actually audio message. He texted me. And I knew, you know what? I knew something happened, but I knew he wouldn't cancel because successful people do not cancel. Once you cancel once, it's so easy to cancel again and again and again. So uh, we talk about mindset, right? Challenges, right? The breakthroughs happen when you break down, right? We get paid by the problem you solve and you got to explode out of the mud. And what is commitment? Commitment is doing what others don't do, right? Not when you feel good, it's when you don't want to do it, do you still do it? That's really about commitment. Darren talked about recruiting. It's a process. I think that's really awesome. 
a lot, I think most of you, if you're struggling recruiting, you see it as an event, but it is not an event, it is a process. And a lot of other gold nuggets out here, I'm actually, I, you know, I think if I went through the gold nuggets that he dropped there about mindset, it is, uh, the recap will be like 15 minutes long, almost like as long as the show. So uh, accountability is a choice. That's another one. Right? Accountability is a choice. And then keeping the business simple, using that phrase, all I know is keeping it simple. Don't be that expert. Don't talk too much. Anyway, hey, I'm been fired up from the show just talking to you know people like that who just show up and being a leader. Now you can understand why he's made seven-figure earner. He's been a profession, made millions. Uh, Darren Kidd. If you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Really appreciate it. Also, go check out the show notes. Reach out to Darren. Just go to mlnation.com. Click on the podcast tab and you'll be able to see the show notes there and follow Darren online and reach out to him. Hey, thank you for listening to Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. And now it's over to you. Remember, we're in the business to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Hey, ML Nation. Do you have your DMO cheat sheet yet? Get your free downloadable phone wallpaper and printable checklist to help you stay on track to build a successful MLM business online. Just get your free download at MLMNation.com.